All right, y'all. Welcome back to another week of Cocktails at the Chateau. A beautiful week. Um, hope you guys are at home with family, relaxing. Uh, now that you know that Ronan then took over the world, y'all. Everybody's on lockdown. Everybody know what the hell to do. You're acting crazy in these goddamn stores. Like I got no goddamn common sense. But it's all right. We're back with another recap and another cocktail. So, Tink, what are we drinking on today? We are drinking on what I call Hello Darling. Jesus Christ. And it is a sangria, a white sangria. Mm-hmm. So it's a mix of the Sutter Home Moscato, the Ciroc peach with some here, white peach um, mixer. And of course... And the in the cup was also some berries. Some berries. Yeah. You didn't tell me Sarah was gonna be in there. This is why my heart I'm beating sorry. fast. My heart hurt now. Lord Jesus. <clears throat> so how was how's your week been since you know Corona didn't hit child? Well, I've been at home. I mean I went into the office one day last week and been home working ever since. I think it's just hilarious. Um <laughs> the way you can't find any Full of paper out here. Not that I need any. Right. But I was looking to to restock some for for family or whatever the case may be. But it is what it is. I mean, I guess if you got it, you got it. And if you don't, I guess, I guess you, you better hunker down with somebody that do. <laughs> I'm guessing. I was riding through today, right? And this is gonna be some great business for plumbers. Because I didn't see, I went over to my aunt's house and I saw about three different plumber trucks out. And I said, don't tell me somebody to try to use that paper towel. Because they had a toilet paper, don't got none. Lord Jesus. But unfortunately, I have to be at work still. Um, every goddamn day in this madness dealing with people. <clears throat> unfortunately. Um, but we're going to get through this, y'all. We're going to get through this. We are. I just wish people would stop. I'm not saying that it's not worth being cautious about, mm-hmm. but stop panicking every time something goes on. Right. Because at the end of the day, all you're doing is 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 you're just making things more ridiculous. You know, if you're looking for, you know, the attention, you know, of you know, either not the government, but like police officers and stuff, paying attention to stuff, and this, that, and the other. They keep doing what you're doing. I mean, I don't know how many times it's been, you know, was anybody running around doing this when they was worried about the flu breakout? No. Was anybody running around? I mean, granted, people go out there and be all crazy when they hoop and holler, you're going to get two inches of snow. Mm-hmm. You know, they run out there and try and buy all the damn bread and stuff. I'm like, what the hell is you making, toast? They making uh, cold cuts. <laughs> Prison sandwiches. But it's like, it's ridiculous. Like, no eggs. I mean, basically nothing. I even seen shells that didn't have no damn lettuce. What the hell are you going to do with all that lettuce? Again. Go the vegans got to have it, too. Well, you don't have to stockpile to that magnitude. It's not that deep. And, you know, hopefully people just, you know, they buy enough supplies. Right. You know, if you don't have it, that's fine. 
But then if you do, because I also saw an article where it said that some people wanted to return some of their water back to Costco. Costco like, mm, we ain't accepting it. Uh-uh. Nobody told you to take your ass out there and buy no water like that. You probably don't drink water like that on the regular. Pretty and what much. the hell? If push come to shove, first of all, I'm not going down there to buy water. Granted, I do have three cases, and that is just on the regular that there's always three right. cases of water there. But my point of the matter is, if those three cases go and something goes on guess what i'm going to have to resort to a good old pot on the stove Hello. and that damn water out there faucet okay <laughs> if it's good enough for my body it's good enough for me to drink hello but no <clears throat> i just understand like and it's the basic shit that's supposed to be preventative if y'all was doing this shit in the first place <laughs> and washed your hands properly this shit that pisses me off y'all gotta have the cdc and the government to tell you how to wash your hair. Tell me about it. Y'all dirty sons of bitches. That is trifling. And some of them still ain't learned their lesson. I'm still laughing at the people that's out here. I mean, okay, with the with the mask. Mm-hmm. But then my point is, if you still wear that same dirty ass mask from day to day, baby, whatever you had and whatever you was developing, honey, you done got it ten times old because you breathing it right back in. So that's not even even healthy. And for y'all people, I seen some people out there wearing gloves. Honey, don't you know you touch everything with your hands? So if you was out there with them gloves on and you touching stuff, then you get back in your car and proceed to touch your stern wheel. Hello? You putting it everywhere you go. And then you carrying you carrying these things that you bought into your home and Yes. Yes, touching stuff. They gotta Again. be told how to sneeze and cough and they show like these are basic hygiene things that you're supposed to know. Yeah. You're supposed to know. Yeah. I, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> but I, I do got a date this evening. So hopefully I'm trying to get all my, my dates in before um they shut us down for real child. Because I can't I can't be locked up forever. What is this? And then the next thing I need people to stop posting and retweeting <laughs> shit and sending me shit about this goddamn virus. First of all, none of us are goddamn doctors, scientists. Or anything. I mean, it was funny at first with the conspiracy theories and all that kind of stuff like that. And I'm just, this, everybody, this is some scary shit. This is, it is some scary shit. But guess what I'm not going to do? I'm not about to sit here and walk around like I'm already gone. I'm going to live. I'm going to have my fun until they shut my ass down so I'm going to the fuck home. And I'm going to buy by the government. But um, other than that, I mean, if you don't know what you're supposed to do, and keeping yourself clean and watching out and respecting other space and stuff like that, you should be fine. You should be fine. That's what I don't understand. Like, what is the mass hysteria? You've been working around these people, and to be honest, granted there have been some deaths, mm-hmm. but most of them seem to be in that age range that they talk about. First of all, they're saying that the kids are sort of, I don't even want to say immune to it, but their body seems to resist whatever the heck it does to take over your body. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, so basically for them, they're just carriers. Right. So if you need to be scared, you need to be scared of your own damn kids. That's what you <laughs> need to be scared of instead of these grown folks out here. Um, but it's been people in their 60s mm-hmm. and 70s and, and those, older And those that have, have pre-existing uh, conditions. And most of them probably have. Yeah. So my point is, I don't understand why these people, and it's like, oh my God, look what they're saying. Oh my God. 
Oh my gosh, shut up. You you're adding to the mass hysteria. Pretty much. And I'm like, I'm so over it. Like, ooh. I just wanna be off of work. If I could have me a Saturday was my first day off. Off off. And when I say I enjoyed it, <laughs> I know y'all freaking people that's teleworking are enjoying it. But probably around seven o'clock is when I got fucking cabin fever. So um I had got the house. Anyways, enough of that because I'm getting tired of this goddamn coronavirus. But um, as you guys know, we're covering both episodes of episodes, excuse me, episodes two and three of UMC's Monogamy. Um, so in this this week, this is when they finally meet their new spouses. We get to see who everybody's paired up with, see how they match, and all that good stuff. So episode two starts off with uh, with Coraline, who's played by Vanessa Simmons. Walking into the house. Now, what pissed me off about her was that she walked in the house. Homeboy, what's 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 his name? Um, Maggie's real husband. You, oh, Carson. I thought Carson. Oh no, it is Carson. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say because like Carson. <laughs> hey, Carson's like, hey, and she turned around, and slapped the shit out of him. Yes. <laughs> okay, first of all, if you know you about to, why, why are you so startled? Because if you walk in this house that you know you about to meet somebody in. You just walking in, sneaking around, don't say nothing. When I walk, hello, hello, anybody here? That's what I would have said if I know I'm about to walk into a house that somebody's in. Yeah, but here's the thing. I mean, you wouldn't think that first and foremost that because you know whoever whoever's coming in the house, mm-hmm. you're expecting them anyway. Right. So she shouldn't even been startled. Exactly. So I don't know. Pissing me off. But I, I just think that must be the way her and her husband typically play. That must be some sort of, I don't know, like the little sadomatic, matic, what is it? Masochism. Yeah, honey. That S&M. I'm done with you. And then uh, they paired up Maddie with Sawyer. Mm-hmm. My favorite couple out of all of this. Mm-mm. You don't like them? It's not my favorite couple. Because there's still something about that that daggone Maggie that plucks me to my That's core. my girl. No. Mm-mm. My, mm, mm-mm. Who's your couple then? Shit. My favorite couple is Sensoray. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Are you kidding me right yeah. now? Yeah. Sensoray in Dallas or Sensoray in Connor? Connor. Get out of here. Get out of here right now. There's something about that relationship. I don't know. You gonna have to explain it to me later because I don't get that. And actually, on my notes it says, "Hold on, before I'm gonna finish up, Maggie, sweep I get to fucking mm-hmm. cost But I said Maggie got the name Stage Burn. That's me. And the fact that he was so dead or caught off guard, I said that was that that evil spirit getting off of him before he walked in that house. <laughs> she said, "I don't want you bringing none of your bullshit in here. So you sitting there about to hack up and throw up because of the stage. It's doing its job. It is doing its job. Okay." No. But I, why is she so guarded? I guess we want to find out. But she's so guarded to me. Maggie. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. It's something about her. It it it, it gives me that stank attitude kind of thing. Okay. It almost makes me say say to myself, "Well, shit." You know, because you know, if you look at how that that trust that they had before they left, uh-huh. how that played out. It's almost like that's the like it's some military, some uniformity kind of stuff going on up in there. Like it's 
it's routine. Right. It's like at nine o'clock, this is what we gonna do. At ten o'clock, this is what we gonna do. You gonna hump left, hump right, and then this is what's gonna happen. But you see, he's a very. Oh, her other husband was a very dominant, a dominating person. So we he might. Was, but she apparently, she she apparently tends seems to be to like that. a little dominant herself. Who Maggie? Yes, to some degree. You think so? To some degree. Okay. Okay. And I would say that because her demeanor is of a strong-willed person, mm -hmm. like stubborn. Okay. So that's why I say that. There, okay, I guess the reason that I like her is because... And she could be nasty. She could be nasty, nasty she, attitude. Oh my she see you 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 letting that first episode and her looking all meek and, and blah blah blah. No, I think she she gave her husband the run for the money. But I can tell though because first of all, I think she's very passive aggressive. And no, no, not the way no, not the way her encounter was with him. Child, because she was very straight up. With who? Uh, uh, Sawyer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I'm gonna check this next one because on my on my notes it says sincere and Carson, no words. So you go ahead because I, I don't got no words for them. I don't like that couple. I can't get into them. To some kind of some to some sort of degree, I mean, you could tell by the way when they first met. Hold on. What's the what's the what's the cocktail called again? Hello, darling. Oh, did my phone cut? Hold on. Did my phone cut off? Son of a bitch. Never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> So, you could tell that she's hurting mm -hmm. just by her response. Like, she knew she was meeting somebody, but it's just, like, uh, to her and just, like, she's over it. Mm -hmm. And to some degree, he's defeated, too. Yeah. And basically, you know, he understands. He may come at her sideways a little bit, mm -hmm. but he corrects it because I think he realizes. Right. But I think, I don't know, I, it's just something about them that makes them likable. Like, who they are, they're genuine. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't necessarily think that the other people are... Being their genuine selves, because they're automatically putting up, putting up barriers or putting up this, that, and the other mm -hmm. without even, you know what I'm saying. But they're them straight off the bat. Right. Like this is me. You know, no apologies. See, I was. I don't. <sighs> That's what I got from that. I could. I like them. I like them. You you can have them because I, I had to pass. No, I like them. To me, they was but they were the realest to me that you could get. And I ooh, see, I can't go too far. I can't go too far. <laughs> but chat, like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna move forward. We're gonna move forward. Okay, let's go with this note right here. Since Intimacy is real. Alright, the next people that got paired up was Dallas and what's it, Dondria? Cause I was calling her Deandra. Because I was calling her as uh, Dahlia. Ooh, not Dahlia. Like the Dahlia onions. Did she leave a bad taste? She sure did. Oh, yes. Yeah, hey, did. Maddie. Hey, everybody. Yes, yeah, she did. 
No, I couldn't. I couldn't get into her. Like, I don't know what the hell she was given, but she just. I couldn't. But I said their first meeting. She seemed like real forceful. Like I made you something to eat and 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 all that good stuff. Like I don't. I couldn't. I couldn't. My fucking phone keeps cutting off. No, I mean I didn't. It was strange. Mm-hmm. It was strange. But what I don't think I liked about that whole situation, based on the first episode, I'm sitting here like you didn't look like you was providing any kind of service to your husband. Right. So why in the hell is you in the kitchen cooking any kind of meal? Sure. Saying you did anything for anybody. See, she was already putting up a front. Yeah. Which, that leads me, remember when I said I don't know how they got together? Mm-hmm. Which leads me to believe that she did whatever she needed to do to get him. Right. And I don't think he would have necessarily been drawn to her because she seems like this full brat type mm-hmm. of person. That he would have been naturally drawn to her unless she had other things, you know, things going right. on. But... Because the thing that kind of the reason that she kind of pissed me off with this episode was the fact that, like, she was ready for her new man. She was re- she was ready to you know be that that new wife and stuff. Yeah. Like everybody else has been all apprehensive, you know, guarded with the whole situation. Yeah. But you know she was she was ready to jump on that best bones. I got right here said she was going to take down his body, honey. But she was ready to take it, it. and he is not feeling it. Everybody was putting on a front. Sure. Putting on a front when they met each other. Um, I have one here that I fell in love because uh, with the face got freckles. Who? Um, Cynthia No, yeah, she, she do. She do got freckles, but not her. Um, Sawyer. Child, I don't know why when I, I don't know why when I think about Sawyer, why do I think about um Little Mo's husband? The boxer. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Why? Just honestly, and I hope I'm not giving. I just honestly, you can talk cannot about Cannot take him seriously. But why? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I guess his, and I guess okay, because there is a sensitive side to him. Mm-hmm. But he puts he. I don't know if he feels like he has to put up a front all the time to be hard. Okay. For whatever reason. And maybe because of the line of work that he does. And look who he married whatever. to. I mean. Shit. If that bitch give you the blues every goddamn day, I put on the. Bye. But still. Like instead of putting up a front, just be just be a man. True. Like if you got to fake the fake, fake it. In order to, or, or, like, being a man doesn't mean that you can't be sensitive. That's true. It doesn't mean that you can't be in touch with certain things. Because sometimes women need to see that. Mm-hmm. Women need to feel a sensitive side to a man. It's not always, we don't always want rough and rugged. Yeah, it's cute sometimes, but we also want to see a sensitive side of a man. Right. So, you know, if you let your guard down and, you know... But see, I can't even go into it. But I mean, I guess, and like I said, I understand to some degree, not quite, mm-hmm. why some of the couples were paired the way that they were. 
And I think for some, it was probably to see those things. I don't want to say, you know how sometimes there's things that you could want in a man? Mm -hmm. But when you actually see those things, Mm -hmm. you're like, Oh no, that's not really what I want. Right. Like, it's okay, but that's not really what I want. Cause and I had it in my notes too. Cause I was like, at first I thought they were pairing them based on you know, something they were lacking. Like you said, something they lacking, something they were looking for, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. As I'm looking at these parents and I'm starting to see how they're like coming together. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are the same people. True. Like once you get into it and not give it too much, like for instance, your your couple. Cesare Ray and Carson. They do have, yeah. And I was gonna say that. That's why I say some 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 couples have a lot in common as far as their personality, how they deal or cope or whatever. They're they're exact. They're the same. Right. And then you got some. They're opposites, but there's some similarity. Right. Yeah. But they're those two are to me the exact. Oh yeah, most definitely. Same. Even like <laughs> even from the background they came from. I mean that street mm-hmm. background. Mm-hmm. Um, and then trying to get this stuff together, and they got they started dating someone and get married to someone yep. who doesn't saw, who, who doesn't understand it. Um, I'm gonna keep moving because I don't get too much away. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so now we start seeing these pre-screen videos. And all that, like each person gets to see their new partner's pre-screen video, as far as you know, some backstory, some things they've been through, what their partner's lacking, what they don't lack, stuff like that. How do you feel about this damn pre-screen video? Because I'm on the fence about it. I think it's a good thing, but I also think it's a bad thing. Um, I think it was a good thing because I think it gave the person who, um. The person who they were now matched with, mm-hmm. I think it gave them some insight as to who this person really is. Right. And I think in those videos, those people weren't their most vulnerable. Mm-hmm. So they did reveal a side of them that maybe their mate don't even know. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, and for me, while it was beautiful that they were able to express themselves, I found it to be a little sad. It was. <laughs> I mean, I hate to say it, and I think those people who they were now with got to understand that and probably could relate. Right. Absolutely. So I need to put up a damn sorry message on the damn Facebook because Facebook Live has been cutting me off. Nothing right. Hold on. So no, I mean, I think it was a good thing because, like I said, it gave them an opportunity to express themselves. Where they probably otherwise wouldn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess they could have just went to regular old counseling. True. You know, and. <laughs> but I like this. I like this little setup. Um, I'm on the fence about. Like, I like it because it gives them a chance to see, you know, who they're going to be sharing a home with for X amount of time. Um, and it gives them a chance to see something that, during this time, it may give them an opportunity. Okay, so. If I see this person being a bitch, like she's just a stone cold bitch, and you and she's not opening up to you, or um, 
she's not really making the best of the situation with you to make it work. Okay, you can sit back and think about, okay, well, maybe I shouldn't take it personal because maybe this is just something that she's battling or they're going through, mm-hmm. um, so I don't take it personal. Mm-hmm. But then also, I feel like I think it's a bad thing because they're getting the insight on something that you're very vulnerable about. Mm-hmm. And somebody might play on that. But, I mean, I get what you're saying, but the whole, I guess... You can't really play on somebody's vulnerability when you're vulnerable yourself. Right. Now, if you're just truly manipulative and things like that, first of all, it would have shown. Mm-hmm. Your marriage would have been over a long time ago. Because one, you wouldn't have gave it a shot. Um, you would have tried to weasel your way into and out of everything, you know, kind of thing. Because people with that type of personality, one, they... They're not really willing to work it with you, Anybody. so to speak, because sometimes they don't believe that they're the problem. So well, the damn sure ain't going to be trying to work it with nobody else. I mean, um, this is my personal vendetta. Ooh. Why the fuck do they have Eddie Winslow at the piano singing? Um, I didn't enjoy it on Family Matters. What he was doing, it was, uh, with, was it Tracy Spencer? Yeah. Or goddamn Shawnee. What's her name, Shawnee? Yes. I love your. I did yes. enjoy that. So I'm going to need them not to have Darius McRae, Eddie Winslow, Connor. I'm going to <laughs> ask you to leave him alone <laughs> because he actually. I, I felt sorry for both of them. I actually did. Uh-huh. The other couple. Well, Connor and Sensa Ray, I like them. They're my favorite couple. Oh, God. They are my favorite couple. What's this? I got on here. I was... And later on, you will see why they're my favorite couple, and I will tell you then. But they are my favorite couple. Child cheese. I got on here. Um, I think I, I think I cried when I was watching um Sensa Ray's trauma video in her video. Like you can see, um. A lot of pain there and I think she's upset because she can't really voice that to Dallas or I don't know what it is and then Maggie I feel like in her video she was talking about how you know the whole puppy thing but I really think that they had a child at some point in time or mm-hmm. were in the process of having a child and something happened mm-hmm. um, but something to make you believe something happened only because um, that whole conversation that they had when she was in the study, supposed to be paying bills. Uh huh. It was the comment that was made. It was not my fault. It right. Was not mine either. Right. That somebody cheated or something or something. Something happened. Sure. This, this is almost like um. It reminded me of um with Janet Jackson and and Malik Yoba. What happened with Janet Jackson? You know on um. What's the name? Why did I get married? Oh, shit. <laughs> it wasn't my fault. Speaking of fucking Janet Jackson, I was watching, did I see that thing with Janet Jackson and, um, oh boy, Hardrick from, uh, what movie, what Tyler Perry movie was that? When he was gay. So what you out here fucking men now? What movie was that? I don't, it was a movie with her and, uh, what's the face in it? Um shit. Um, what is her name? Not not for 
No, that's about somebody else. Wasn't she got the short haircut and it's like to the back? Yeah, that was what color girls because it was on yesterday. Child, and somebody posted saying that was Andrew Gillum talking to Ooh, his wife. Wait a minute now, don't where, do that. Don't do that. Where's it at? What place? Somebody said that was Andrew Gillum and his wife having a car. So, so, so you doing a bender? Oh my God! Um, who's next on here, child? So Maggie saw Soy outside working out or whatever. <laughs> I said Maggie's gonna need some black water on a new pair of panties after Soy had that talk to her. Cause he said, "Baby, I'm an artichoke. I ain't an onion." But hold on. But this is the thing. Okay. And I get that. But what I did not get was, I don't know, and maybe that's what she needs. Mm -hmm. Maybe maybe that's that's what she's looking for. Somebody with that type of aggression. Uh You know what I mean? Because she liked that. Uh So maybe that's what she needs. But... I don't know. I just, ugh. Like, that kind of turned me off. I think me and you going to disagree about this, these uh, two couples. Because it, you don't like it, Maggie no, and Sawyer. No, 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 I don't no, like that goddamn I'm Connor saying, and Sister Ray. Goddamn I'm, I'm just saying. I just, it, it was just how he talked. It was almost like a line. You know what I'm saying? To he me, does give off Playboy vibes. are corny to me. Okay. If I was at a bar or something like that, and somebody approached me with some dumbass line like that, I'm I'm automatically turned off. You could be fine as hell, and all I'm looking at you is like, you a bama. You a bama. But she started to lie, though. She said, you eat nothing but an onion, or something like that. And he just followed up with it with a comment. He was like, baby, it's, it's more than me than an onion. When you put back my leg, I'm an artichoke. When you put back my leg, you see my heart. Baby, I'm a gullible country bitch, but I was tough for that shit. Out of there. Ooh. Chill. And then she was. Hold on, hold on. I'm so sorry, y'all. This damn thing keeps fucking uh, blacking out. But go ahead. I'm sorry. I liked it. He would have got some that night. Mm mm. That was corny. I was like, oh my gosh. Y'all getting on my nerves. It was almost like forcing it to work. He is fine. He is fine. Forcing it to work. Now, uh uh-uh, uh. I'm going to tell you he's fine. Who? Now, I like Brian White. Okay? He looks like... What's that damn... Dallas. What's that damn dog's name? It's an American bull... It's an American bulldog or English bulldog that he looks like. You're a hater. You're a hater. Child. He don't even have to say a word. Bye, child. Bye. He don't don't have to talk. Okay, so my next... I got Connor over here. I feel like Connor was trying to use his video... uh, Sister Ray's video against her. Well, he was like, yeah, I know it's been a time where, you know, you, you feel like you didn't belong to yourself. And da, 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 trying to get it out of her instead of like saying, okay, what you got going on? with something about yourself. Stuff like stuff like that. He but, was, you, but, but the thing about it is, you, that, and maybe he don't know how to, but you know, you can't say something without alluding to. Because you know what? Most of the stuff that they, they saw, they could not repeat that they saw. Right. You know what I'm saying? 
And if he came out and did too much, she would have been like, that is what I said in the video. Exactly. That's why she was looking at him like, what is this nigga talking about? Because she was like, I, at one point in time, my body didn't belong to me. And da, 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 I was for sale. And here you go. It was one point in time where you, 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 your body, you, was, you didn't, your body wasn't your own. Some, some bullshit he said. And you talk about some corny fucking lines. That's some corny shit right there. God damn it. Look. I like. I don't. I do. Oh, child. <laughs> and I'm still on your dude, because where the fuck was he going with that goddamn suit on? I, I am not a fan of that man. I cannot get into <laughs> it. I said, why the hell is it 10 o'clock in the morning? He's walking around with a three-piece suit on to sit around a goddamn house. Because he's a detective. <laughs> Connor ain't no damn detective. Oh, no, not him. No. I was talking about Connor. <laughs> like his ass on a goddamn... Oh, Monique said that's her favorite couple too. He didn't know. <laughs> he didn't know what was required of him. He not going to the goddamn stock market. Again, he didn't know what was going to be required. Child cheese. Anyways, all I know is if I was Maggie, because the next thing that happened was um, he this uh, Sawyer brought them goddamn puppies, and then brought that peace offering of that goddamn artichoke. <laughs> Would I tell you? Now she broke down on puppies, but I would. I, he would have got some off them puppies and them artichokes. Yes, he was going. He was like he was on fucking Wall Street. God damn it! <laughs> oh, that made me sick. And Sensor Ray Ash just eating it all up. She eating it all up. So she like herself a hood nigga. I think deep down inside she do. I mean, I, first of all, I think that. I don't know if it's necessarily a hood guy, but she do want to. You can say nigga. No, I'm just saying. I'm not so sure that it's that or how it do come off to her. Okay. You know, if. I don't. Maybe secure, maybe strong Mm -hmm. is what she likes. Okay. Um, Not necessarily hood, but I mean, if a man seems. Confident in himself, or you know what I'm saying, sure, or whatever the case may be, that is something to be drawn to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think it matters who it comes from, because I'm gonna tell you, if a nerd, like look at look at look at Steve and Stefan. What about the same damn person? Mm-hmm. But look at look at Stefan. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. He wasn't clumsy. He was still the same nerd. Yeah. You know, he dressed a little different. Mm-hmm. Because he had a little bit of confidence about himself. Yeah. So, Steve and Stefan, honey. Bye. Yeah. Because a nerd, shit, he can, he can get it if he come right. Now, what's homegirl name again that I keep fucking up? Who, DeAndre? DeAndre. I have on here, DeAndre's a whore. <laughs> because she might be for the right price. DeAndre's a whore. Because she wants to give Dallas a D, and it's only episode two. Mm-hmm. Coming to unbutton her 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 blouse. Mm-hmm. Now she normally don't cook, but she cooked for this nigga. And I didn't see her throwing no panties to um Connor. She wasn't. The only thing I did not like is that you know they were communicating. She said that Connor is a bad guy, and she don't know if he she can keep going with this. But I'm like, clearly he's working on something. Now I might not like him, but he's working to get himself better. 
for the, I'm not gonna say for her, but for the situation because he wants his own. But that goes back to her. She she's what do you call them people? She's a microwave woman. Quick passing to her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now look, sometimes ain't microwave and when ain't it, bad. When it don't do what she wanted to do, she ready to get rid of it. But I'm just like ever she's the only person thus far who is not trying to resist her new partner who is being very forceful with it and just going balls to the wall. I think she's a whore. And I don't I don't like it's just nasty how she's throwing it. I don't I don't I don't I don't know. I don't know. She she wants to be pleased. Please how? What 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 can Connor do? Please tell me, man. What what can Connor do? Because I feel like Connor would give it to her better than uh what's the face? Than Dallas. I can't what, what you gotta say, Maddie. Those who are not li- listening via live, I'm on live, so yeah. She's been over her marriage before they got there. You can tell. Like them taking their rings off and stuff like that. She's been over it. All she wanna do is get her some new pain. Yeah. And but she wants somebody who's ready made. She feels like it's taken because I can already tell she has like an elitist type of mind frame. She wants to be um like that it couple. She wants to be that Greg and Nene that's already together. Yeah. And unfortunately it's gonna take some time with Connor. But somebody like Dallas, who already, you know, I don't know if he got into his career yet, but he seems like he got shit together and she wants somebody to got that shit together. That's what it is. No, it's not that because the minute that, see, first of all, I don't think she necessarily knows what hey, she friend. wants in a man. And I say that to say, when the guy had that talk with her about that charity that she had invested in and mm-hmm. she expected to get 100% back. Oh, she's a dummy. But again, this is the same thing she's doing in her relationship. So, with Dallas, it's a new man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She's throwing this out there, whatever the case may be. She expecting to get 100% on her return. Well. And the minute Dallas doesn't stand up to her expectations, mm-hmm. she's going to be ready to go, too. You think so? Most definitely. And I, I think, think no, I, she, she, she doesn't, like the guy told her, you need to do your research. Mm-hmm. You need to find out, you know, if that's what you're looking for, you need to do the homework. Right. Is what he told her. So the same thing in her relationship. See, she ready to put it all out there. The same thing she probably did with him. Mm-hmm. And you're not seeing the return that you expected. That's not to say that he's a not a good man. Right. You're just not seeing the... The, the return that you expected and the amount of time that you put on it. Pretty much. You didn't tell him that you had a time frame on him and that you had this expectation. But mm-hmm. you put it on him and you're holding him to something that he didn't agree to. Sip strength. <laughs> she's still a whore. And, and let me not say that because I found out later why she's like this and I do feel I do have sympathy for her. Um, the last thing for episode two that pissed me off. And this is the main reason why I do not like Tyler Perry films. It's continuity. 
Cod- explain that, Dabber. I'm about okay. Continuity is making sure making sure shit's together. It makes sense <laughs> in your goddamn movie films and productions. <laughs> Connor and Sensei Ray. Now, if you guys watched it, you know Sensei Ray had a barcode on her between her uh, her shoulder blades. Mm-hmm. Her and Connor were on like a little mini date where she got it like a little cover up tattoo, and it was supposed to represent that love doesn't doesn't have a price. If you guys look at anybody that's had a tattoo before, when you had that gauze on, that protective paper towel or whatever they put on it, when you go to lift it off, there is in fact blood and ink yeah. on the paper, on the gauze. Yes. When Connor went to lift that fucking thing up, <laughs> that fucking gauze, paper towel, or what have you, was dry as a fucking bone. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it to me to pick up on shit like that, okay? I mean, I saw that because I was like, "What is, what is up with that?" I said, "What is this?" But then I looked past it. All right, so <laughs> that was the wrap up of season of episode two. I'm going to go ahead and slide into episode three, and episode three is what I'm going to call "Everybody Is Horny," because at this point, I don't know how long they've been in the house. But everybody is just feeling themselves and all that. But I think that in being in the house, again, like you said, you don't know how long. But in being in that house, to some degree, there's certain things that have drawn you to an individual. Like I think for your girl Maggie, um, what has drawn her to him <laughs> is it's out of the box. Mm-hmm. Um, you know he's gotten past all of the stuff from the beginning especially with her the sage and all of that other stuff or whatever the case may be and he's grown to be you know become he, he's adapted to it mm-hmm. um, and then she's also grown to his personality um, so she's quick right yeah she is she's getting there she's quick with him mm-hmm. but I think that the reason why it sparks for him is that she's quick in a way that it's sensual mm-hmm. instead of competitive, which turns him on. Well, because it's different. That's a word, Maddie. Um. Now, as far as um, and I think with each. Each couple, Get you one. there is a sensitivity. Like their sensitive side, probably which their husband has not seen, mm-hmm. and sometimes, if they ever, mm-hmm. that sensitive if the sensitive side is probably what each couple is yearning to feel from their partner. Right. But they're getting it from the other the individuals, people. and I think that that's across the board from each right couple that. The intimacy, mm-hmm. which is not mm-hmm. necessarily sex, but when you have that other type of intimacy, it makes it all the more for you to want right. to lay down with this individual. <laughs> that's some good shit. It is. It is. <laughs> and that's some good shit. When somebody gives you something that you miss at home, sometimes. <laughs> well, I ain't talking about what you're missing at home. When you have that kind of intimacy, 
before you even get that's that's real foreplay right there. Ooh. That's real foreplay. I ain't had that yet, girl. But I'm just saying, but that's some <laughs> that's some good shit right there. When I get it, I'll let y'all know. Yeah. <laughs> that's some good shit. Alright, so we're gonna move on to back back onto your boy. <laughs> back onto your boy Connor <laughs> and his dumb ass. Because him and um Cincinnati, you know, they're having their little Chinese takeout and they talking whatever. And you know, they said, like, tell me something that I wouldn't like you'd be scared. Come on, twenty eighty. That I'll be like you'd be scared to share with somebody. Mm-hmm. And you know, Connor, he was kinda set up saying off with it. But since the Ray pretty much was like she told her story, like she used to work the streets. She had a person, a, a client of hers that um he got off on beating her. And in exchange for drugs and whatnot. And they got to a point where he did it so badly she was unable to conceive. Mm. And um Connor dumbass decides he wants to dig his face back into his low mane. Talking about he's not gonna be Captain Saberho. Now, if I just sat there and told you my deepest darkest secrets, your dumb ass gonna say some shit like this. Yeah, that was foolish, and it was insensitive. Child cheese. But, oh, rewind. What's the face? I feel like since the right... Shit, that damn girl. Since the right. Since right. There's no apostrophe, goddammit. Since right. You know how black folks do. <laughs> we create all kinds of stuff without the natural... The, 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 the apostrophe. The, that damn drink is strong as shit. God damn it. Because Beyonce has an apostrophe on it. Otherwise, it'll be Beyonce. God damn it. But no, I have here, I think like a lot of the issues come from them not having children. Because I feel like, and he's even said it in his little video, um, and she's brought it up also that she feels like um, he saw something in her, built her up, and now she's at a point where. You know she's sufficient. She's in left her her her, her past life mm-hmm. to the wayside, mm-hmm. and for lack of better words, he's bored. So he doesn't have nothing to put his all into because he he's put his all into building right. this woman up and getting her there. Now she's there, mm-hmm. but she can't have kids. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the main issue as far because he said before he was like, if I had kids, maybe I have some kind of purpose in life or mm-hmm. something to to look forward to. But I really think something happened on the job before, too. But I don't even think... But my whole thing with that is I don't even think that... Like, if you haven't even talked about different avenues that you could go, you know, if, if her eggs still work, just her 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 women part ain't working, but, but her she still got Bible eggs, mm-hmm. y'all can still science. Science is real. Yeah. There's ways for, for y'all to have a baby. Mm-hmm. A surrogate, whatever the case may be, but it's y'all. But you know, I mean, that I, might be a little expensive. But I mean, both of them. I mean, from the fields, from because I think he he's a detective, and she's a emergency dispatcher or an EMT or something she, like that. A I nurse. Think she's an EMT. And mm-hmm. I think they. I mean, they make a. I mean, a, a decent wage. Mm-hmm. Both 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 mm-hmm. average. Um, mm-hmm. both people. So even if they do some kind of like fertility thing, well. I don't know how, what her situation is to be Brazilian, but she might do surrogacy. I don't know. But I just know surrogacy is very freaking expensive. 
But I think it depends upon how you go about that too. I mean, you would have to do your research, but I think it depends upon whether you go through an agency or not. That's I mean, true. If you have if you have a relative that's willing to be your surrogate, they don't necessarily. I mean, you know what I'm saying? If they're willing to do it for you, I don't think there's no expense to mm-hmm. that. Unless they charging you, but I, mean, I don't understand. I mean, I I can't see why a loved one would want to charge someone for doing it. If you're doing it, you're doing it wholeheartedly. Yeah, because I, I know some people that that would do it and just ask me to carry more of the insurance. They're not gonna cover their own insurance, so they they would want you to carry the insurance, which is understandable. Oh well, no, because I got I got good insurance. <laughs> I have good insurance, so no, it it, it would be like me. Having my own child, right? So the the normally your bills that you incur, you you know what I'm saying? You would incur anyway, right? So it's like if you go to the doctor's appointment, you want to pay a co-payment, yeah. And usually for pregnancies and under most insurance companies, if you have good insurance, mm-hmm. you're gonna pay for the first co-payment, and then you have no additional co-payment. Because even when you go to the doctor, like, I don't know, but even when you go to, when you go to the doctor, like a female doctor, OBGYN or what have you, mm-hmm. they'll still be looking at the same thing. So it's like you're going for a regular vaginal checkup, correct? I mean, it might be more in-depth, but, you still, but you'll still be yeah. going to get your, your, your stuff checked out. Basically. But what happens is you're covered after the, the one fee because it's basically looking at, looking at it like it's a... Um, like a follow-up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's what they're looking at it as, like a follow-up. The only thing you would have to pay for is tests. But I mean, if you have decent insurance, mm-hmm. like then don't don't let your surrogate be somebody who ain't got no good insurance. You see, baby mama. <laughs> With Tina Fey. I did. Bitch, you don't know my life. That's, that's, that's so ghetto. <laughs> now that right there is ghetto. Oh my god. But no, I mean. I don't know. I just think that, to be honest, from what I see thus far, those couples could have taken the time. Because one of the things, because there's nothing else to do there, there's nothing for them to do, nowhere for them to really go. They don't have anything to do but to communicate, Mm -hmm. which is one of the things, like we said before, may have been lacking to begin with. They're getting to do with these other couples. Mm hmm. Is communicate. Right. So you're getting a chance to now. Oh, I mean, me. I know for the sake of this movie and whatever it has planned, mm-hmm. that's this is the way that it had to be. Right. But I think if you just simply put the put the couples together and it's closed off and force them to have these conversations. I think some of these vulnerabilities and sensitivity, those things would come out. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I mean, I guess you also have to give a chance for people to see sides of themselves that maybe they didn't know was there, um, or or just see something different. Not not that they can try in their own relationships, but open up a side of them. Mm-hmm. That they may be willing to share, go back and share what they've discovered with their true spouse. Right. So, you know, I, I mean, maybe that was the project for them to, to be able to take that back. 
But unfortunately, okay, I'm gonna be quiet. It is, it is hurting me. It is hurting me. It is hurting everybody else though, because I'm like, everybody's like, y'all going episode by episode, chat. Because if we didn't, did y'all, did y'all watch all of it? Everybody, everybody, look, <laughs> they on season two right now, child. Everybody that I know is on season two. Well, shit. That's why I'm like, okay, we're gonna double these episodes up and get through this mm-hmm. shit quick, fast, in a hurry. Okay, so. I put down, well, why, okay, so we already went over why we think everybody was paired with each other. I'm trying to figure out, I put that because I said something about that goddamn Dondria pisses me, it ticks me off. I don't know what it is. I think she does drugs. I don't know. I I think she does drugs, and I think the reason she's scared of Connor is because the fact that it came up after they was married, that this is somebody, or she used to do drugs. And him being his past life, it'll it'll you know trigger something. But do you think that she? Do you think he would be? Cause it, he would know a he would know a drug addict. He would. But it all depends on what he's pushing. Yeah, because she gets she she gives me very white woman drugs, like prescriptions. Yeah. I don't know. I don't get drugs. I would be surprised. You think so? Maybe yes or no. Because she ain't burned through her damn money. So I would be very surprised if she was doing anything. Chow cheese. Okay, so now <laughs> we've gotten to a point where Coraline. Cor- I'm about to call this bitch Coraline. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, she, we done forgot all about them. <laughs> Carolina Carter. They fucking bored asses. <laughs> <laughs> well, honey, they ain't all the way bored, but let me No, they not, child. Um, so, Carson, he gets sent Coraline's um, pre-screen video. And we learned that Coraline loves herself a good old vagina sandwich. Mm-hmm. Child. Which, which that, 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 that kind of... Uh, that's the vagina sandwich. That kind of verifies the vibes that I was getting from the uh, coach. Which almost makes me wonder whether or not her gym partner and her had a little something, something going. She says she do like an aggressive man, but just to the touch. She doesn't like an aggressive man, like just in the physicality. But she has to stop herself a strong man. What if she is just looking for a beard? But I told you that that to me, it seemed like they have more of a sexual attraction than anything else. Like they but why? If she don't like dick, what the hell is it? I think she does. I think she may be confused. Well, she might just like both. But she's still confused because I don't she's think, confused. From I don't video, think she's that confused. even if she likes both, she should be content enough to say what it is that she likes mm-hmm. about both. Right. Enough to be honest with herself mm-hmm. and be honest enough with her husband. Right. But she's not there. So yeah. I don't think I don't think she knows. I think she dabbled. She liked it. Mm-hmm. And she may like it a little bit more than she maybe anticipated. She can't explain it. Mm-hmm. Whatever the case may be. And, you know, with her husband. And I think it's a point of she's trying to convince herself. Right. That. This is this is definitely her, and that may have been a phase. Or something you think it's like because, that. like, for look purposes? I don't necessarily think it's for look. I just think that she doesn't. 
I don't think she knows herself well enough to know what it is that she truly likes mm -hmm. for herself. Like, I don't know if she's, if she's comfortable enough in her own skin to say, yes, I do like both men and women. You know what I'm saying? I don't know that she's, I think she's at, she's at a point where she says she dabbled, but it was just dabble. Right. And that, yes, I, I love men. I love, you know what I'm saying? That's something she's trying to convince herself. So I don't think she's honest enough with herself. And then I don't think she's mature enough in her experiences to, to say that she up front likes both men and women. And I, I don't know if she's, if she's mature enough to say, I don't have to pick a side. But the thing that gets me is like, nothing's going to work if she keeps being in a competition with these men. I feel like, based on the competition, because it was one point where her and Carson was cooking in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. And I feel like anything that's masculine, regardless if it's a man or another masculine woman in the picture. Mm -hmm. I feel like she's going to be in competition with them just based on the conversation. Right. Like the fact that she had to keep bringing up, oh, well, I'm the I'm the head of the relationship. I'm the one with the most um, titles from you. Know, I guess they both do athletic work. I'm the one with the most titles. I'm the one with the most um, sponsorships. Mm -hmm. So it's always it's like she's in competition with her husband, and that's what it's going to be. It's not going to work whoever you with. Right. Right. So I don't know if she needs like I think she needs someone. Who's a lot more submissive. Now granted. I think she would be better off with a. Submissive woman. Because I think. She's still going to be in competition with. A man who's submissive. Because he's. So I, I really feel like he's going to. But I think time. she would be in competition with a woman as well. That's so? I think that's just her nature. She's competitive. Who? Baby get used to being alone. I, exactly. But I mean I think she needs. She needs some time to get to know herself. In order to understand what it is that she truly, um, I mean, because don't get me wrong, she's put her career at the forefront, mm -hmm. no doubt. Um, and I and and maybe she comes from a place of having to be on top, right? Having to feel like she needs to be on top, having to feel like. She needs to be the lead in this and the other. Maybe she got middle child syndrome. But she's also been <laughs> you simple. But what, like she said, she's been a, uh, an athlete since she was a little kid. Mm -hmm. And depending on, like you said, depending on how she was, grown, she was brought up, maybe she was a middle child. Maybe she was an only child and maybe her dad or her mom was like a big sports person and, and pushed her so, you know, because I know a lot of sports parents are yeah, huge on, on building their kids up to be, I'm the best. There's no one yeah. better, like that, that type yeah. of mentality. Yeah. Um, so, I think that might, that might be where it came from. And I think she would always, she needs somebody to put her in her place. Basically. And I don't think there's ever been anybody to be able, I think her husband could mm -hmm. the same way he did Maggie. But I think the way how can I put it? But they're immature together, though. Yeah. And I think that's the problem. Like instead of standing firm mm -hmm. when they get in these little arguments, 
instead of standing firm and putting her in her place. Because if he did, oh, she'd be purring like a little cat. She but would. I, but I think, and I think that's a, like you said, the, that mix-up is great because yeah, Sawyer and Mac goes back and forth, but mm-hmm. I think it's more of where, okay, so let me say, when Sawyer and Coraline Carolina together, <laughs> it's just a complete just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. Nobody is really having some some right. dialect as far right. as what the person's doing. Right. I think with Sawyer and Maggie, I think because Maggie is a little bit older, a little mm-hmm. bit more seasoned when it comes to communicating, mm-hmm. I think she can sit there and say, okay, this is what you're doing that I don't like and that's why I don't like it. Mm-hmm. And that gives him a chance to step back. Okay, cool. Well, this is what you're doing. Right. And I think that's the same thing that goes on with her, um, with Caroline and Carson. Mm-hmm. Which they haven't really got to anything yet. Right. Um, besides that, a slap to the face. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of my favorite moments in seat in episode two. <laughs> y'all gonna hate me because y'all know I'm Team Maggie and Team Sawyer. But when Maggie and Sawyer was um having a little uh kickback on the couch, and it gave it gave Maggie a chance to let her guard down mm-hmm. and. Mm-hmm. Really tell her why, tell Sawyer why she feels uneasy around him. Or, okay, I don't know. She was like, I don't know why they put me to you, put me with you. Like, you're something that I'm attracted to, but you, you, you disarm me. Like, it's like I be watching the way you look at me, and you look at me like I'm the best thing walking. You talk to me in a way that I never talked to before. Mm-hmm. And it's just. A lot of a lot of the encounters have become a little bit more intimate. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and like I said, it's just action, and I still don't understand. I don't know, man. I need to. I need them to rewind all the way to the beginning. Cause you know they only gave us bits and pieces in one. When you said the beginning, what you talking about? Give me, give me, give me, give me. I give me, know the they gave us bits and pieces in one. I want to see not just a snippet of one damn day mm-hmm. in their lives, and now they're ready to go to counseling. Cause that's all we saw. Right. It was one damn day, and everybody ready to go counseling. I agree. I think it'd have been better <laughs> if they gave us a little bit more backstory to the yeah. lead up. They should have did like, how can I put this? This have been good if it was well. It might have been too convoluted if it was like an everyday thing, but like Monday it'll be this couple, mm-hmm. and you give us a full run through right. of this couple. Right. Day two is such, but I, I, I get I get I get it. Yeah. But it, it has a, a a rhyme or reason, but and, and I guess because I the couples to me seem so much more easier and relaxed. Mm-hmm. Um, as time went on. Right. That why wouldn't you give your mate this? Like why was it so easy to give it to this person in this short period of time? Then okay, so um, DeAndre and Connor, mm-hmm. of course, with them they only have one year, but everybody else has three to eleven years. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not understanding why you couldn't give that to them. And at least with Connor and Maggie, there still seems to be something there that was pulling well for each well i don't know i just still say for caroline and sawyer there's a strictly to me 
sexual attraction. I think it's sexual attraction, and I also believe it's for a public opinion. Just like remember on, on Girls Trip when Regina was, was it Regina Regina Hall yeah. and her dude, yeah, they were strictly together for an image. And I, well, I, but really, I think she really loved him, though. Yeah, I mean, that of course, there was love at one point in time, but they saw they could make money more right. together than separate. Right. So, like, who wouldn't want to be like this This dream body team? We got the body. We got the athleticism. We got the looks, all that kind of stuff like that. So, I mean. Yeah, and it's sad because, to me, it seems like the only one who would be pulling more so for that would be Caroline and not him. Absolutely. But there's a side of him that he's in touch with something else. Mm-hmm. And you and you could see that because the one person I will say he did irk my nerves. But when I saw his video, I actually felt for him mm-hmm. because I just felt like, you know, you're doing whatever to hold up this image for other people. Right. When there's something else pulling at your heart, mm-hmm. like something that that you have a passion for. That no one knows about. Right. Except for you. Like even your wife does not know or understand or get that. Like why? It's too much. And I think Megan might be the one to push him towards it. Well, yeah. Yeah. Which that. Okay. So if. See that's my whole. See see, now you about to get me stirred up. Because now I'm like okay well Maggie if that's the case. That same fire that you have to push him, why aren't you using that to push your husband? Because you you got ideas, but you so dry with it. You so dry with it. Well, I have this, but you ain't coming with nothing. But I. Think, but you can push your old. You can push a little young nigga, but you can't even push your husband. But I I, I think, and this is why I wish we had more backstory, is because. Mm. Whatever whatever that has happened between them two is what's causing the divide. Mm. And I feel like they have not really sat down and talked about it. True that. And digested it and, mm-hmm. and not moved past it but worked through it mm-hmm. for them to to better support each other mm-hmm. and better make this, this relationship work. So whatever loss they, they incurred or whatever mistake or opportunity that happened in a relationship mm-hmm. because like I said, I don't know what the hell happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's what it is because Cause I've been in a similar situation where, you know, I was in a relationship and yeah, it's not the best, but it's not, it's, we, we good, but it's not the best. We still trying to work things out. Mm-hmm. I'm saying what I need. They're not really reciprocating. Mm-hmm. And this goes back because the person I'm actually going out with tonight is actually an ex of mine. And what happened? So pretty much I was dating this person. It was good at first, but then it started dwelling off towards the end. Mm-hmm. Somehow I wound up meeting someone through a friend, and me and this person would hang out every once in a while. And I pretty much told her, I was like, look, I'm gonna be honest with you, I'm dating someone, I'm in a relationship, this is what it is. And they was like, okay, cool, I mean, we just hanging out. Okay, cool. So me and this person are hanging out even more and more and more and more. And I'm doing things with this person that I never did with the person I was in a relationship with. Mm-hmm. As far as, not even on a physical tip, it was like actually doing outings. And actual things with somebody. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And finally, this person was like, look, we getting serious and we seeing a lot of each other. So you might as well let your dude go. Well. And so. <laughs> oh, well. When I started working at the salon at Brides Road, 
child, they hit me up. They was like, look, you gonna have to, look, we getting serious, we gonna let it go. I made that phone call in that grand opening. I was like, look, bruh, you ain't giving me what I need. This person been here while I'm stressed out. I'm gonna have to let you go. But yeah, but yeah, I, I can I can get it. I can get it. But you know what? See now you now you making me want to ask the people. What you want to ask them, girl? Because you know some people say um, that your passion should stay your past. Okay. And I believe that in some cases, because you know when a relationship was toxic or not meant for you, mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be. Absolutely. But do y'all feel like all past? <laughs> Should remain your past because sometimes I think that things circle back around for a reason. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, maybe for what you need in the here and now, or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But how do y'all feel about blasts from the past? Leave them all alone, or there's okay. some that you should be open to. I don't know. So the the meeting I'm having I'm having tonight. I haven't talked to this person in probably, well, I'm 30 now, probably about five years. And them being a little bit younger, the early 20s at the time, whatever, and they hit me up randomly and was like, hey, how you been to the day? We've been talking for the last couple of days. Mm-hmm. And they were just like, you know, I wish we would have pumped the brakes in the beginning when we first started talking because I think it could have been something you know more to it mm-hmm. you know you was dealing with someone and then you jumped into it with me mm-hmm. i just got out of something and i jumped into mm-hmm. it with you so timing was just you know our bad thing yeah and so i'm just like okay well i mean i'm not actively looking for anything but i have no problem you know catching up we didn't end on bad terms like that's the one oh, thing i appreciate right, right. we didn't end on bad terms it was um i've been drinking so help me if i pronounce the wrong the word wrong it was amicable. Am- amicable. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it didn't. It didn't end bad. Um, we've tried to make reconciliations over the years. Mm-hmm. It just never worked. I mean, one time, like a year after we broke up, we connected. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just we were still in like a. Even though we didn't end bad, it was still a sour taste in everybody's mouth. Mm-hmm. So we we hooked up. We had lunch or something together. Didn't talk again. Some years go by. We wind up having lunch again. Still didn't. Um, I think they were doing someone. I was doing someone. It just it just time time wasn't on our side. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, him now he's more mature. Hey girl, he's more mature. I'm in a different headspace about things, and you know it's just old friends catching up. But I do think, and then also, outside of that one, every person I've dated, I've never been able to be friends with any people. person I've dated. Hmm. Never. I've never been able to hold on to any type of platonic relationship with anybody I've dated. So, um, this should be interesting. I will say, every time that I've broken up with someone or we've ended, some time went by and they all, I will say all, have came back and, you know, Spoke their peace as far as their apologies, as far as how everything happened. Um, said they were a better person, all that kind of stuff. It's just a whole bunch of bullshit. Uh, I don't see nothing wrong. Saying, you gotta feed, you gotta, you gotta weed through that though. Like, I mean, I don't. For me, it's it's all about what you entertain. 
like I don't feel like a blast from the past is so bad mm-hmm. unless well you know I believe in recycle deck so I, it don't matter I mean <laughs> I do too but what I'm saying is unless it was just so bad it's like Usher you should just let it burn um, oh that's not a good analogy that is not a good analogy <laughs> go ahead girl <laughs> But yeah, I mean, like if you just like if if you just leave left a bad taste in my mouth altogether, mm-hmm. you can make your peace. But I don't, I don't want to talk. You know, I don't. There's nothing. Like we can't be friends. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It's you know, it's can't it was it was great. You know, and I would just go my separate ways, but. You know, for some people, no, it's not like you said. If if it was if it was something that didn't end on bad terms, could we connect on another level? Yeah, because there's nothing to say. Like in some relationships, some relationships, some of you all, some people were just meant to be friends, real good friends. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So. Who's to say that it has to go and be sexual or that it has to go and be a relationship all over again? Mm -hmm. You know, that could be somebody that came into your life, even though they're coming into your life at a different point in it, that they have something different to offer to it. Right. So I don't think that you should always say, I don't look back. It's not necessarily that you're looking back because, again... You're still moving forward mm-hmm. if you're not focused on what happened in the past. Right. You know, if you let w- what happened in the past go, I mean, that's the same thing with friendships. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people fall out for whatever reason. And it could have been in high school or whatever. Y'all got older. Life happened. Y'all have experienced some things in between then. Y'all run into each other. And you and that person end up hitting it all mm-hmm. and y'all become the best of us yet again mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so i don't always feel like the past should remain in the past mm-hmm. i mean i do when it comes to forgiveness right then you should leave those things in the past and then of course if that's no whatever happened then is no longer part of your life or how you was living or whatever the case may be or you're no longer dealing with shady people then yeah, you leave those things in the past. Right. But if if a person who used to be shady is now, you know, a different person, then you can forgive and move on. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not all about the oh, just because you was part of my mm-hmm. past, you're gonna stay in the past. I mean, people evolve. Absolutely. If you're saying you won't, you wouldn't give people the time of day. Then what does that really say about you? Mm-hmm. Because you've done some things in the past too. You've done things to hurt people in the past. You said well. some things. You you were a different type of person back in the day. So you can't go moving forward saying, "Oh, I'm holy than thou," and now you know whatever's there is there behind <laughs> me, and now I'm moving forward. No, you forgive and you. And you you move on or you accept, you know, the the olive branch, if you will. Now, I'm not saying like old relationships. I mean, of course, if you're in a new relationship, leave the shit alone. Leave the shit alone. alone. All it's going to do is turn (laughs) the shit shit alone. (laughs) 
Child cheese. It's gonna turn into monogamy. Well, well, let's get back to our last couple before, before we get to our callers. Because we just had a church moment. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, towards the end, what's her name? Dahlia? DeAndra. DeAndra. DeAndra, um, in her video that uh, Dallas is watching, she re- she reveals um, that she endured some sexual abuse as um, growing up as a child and stuff like that. And I think that goes back to a lot of people that I've talked to or I've, that I've known that have dealt with sexual trauma and abuse stuff like that. Um, it sometimes does lead to oversex and, and being a, an oversexual person and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I do see why she's kind of forceful with her, with her sexuality and stuff like that. So I do feel kind of bad with um, some of the things I've said because um, I see where it comes from. But she needs to get some help with that. She does. I'm going to say this. <laughs> Even though Carson and Coraline are my second to the last favorite couple. Wait a minute. Who your last couple? <laughs> Carson and his fucking Sister Ray. I mean, Connor and Sister Ray are my least favorite couple. They are the worst. Oh, my God. It goes Maggie and Sawyer. <laughs> Who's next? Then it would have to be Dallas. And- Dallas and Dondria. <laughs> then it goes, uh, who's that? Coraline and, Ca- and Carson. And then it goes Sensor Ray and Connor. I can't. Somebody please help me here. <laughs> Ooh, I need somebody who's seen Connor. Apparently, the only person that like the only person on live that likes uh Sensor Ray and Connor is Monique. Monique said that's her favorite couple. I don't agree. So you and Monique can share that. <laughs> okay, so let me ask you. Look, what? Monique, Monique said boo. <laughs> <laughs> but hold on, though. I mean, can somebody at least vouch for me and them and say that they are not the last Well, Mon- Monique and Maddie said they're going to call in. <laughs> Monique and Maddie said they're going to call in in the show. So we're going to let Monique and Maddie have the floor oh, and they can give their piece. Y'all will, not, y'all will not put Connor and Sensor Ray last. Okay. They don't have to be your favorite couple, but not the least. They're the least. <laughs> Damn, really? Yes. Maddie says she is Team Sawyer and Maggie. I'm going oh. to get a shirt that says that, okay? <laughs> but no, um, who's this? Um, the pastor says, not for me. I have to go with Carson and Coraline at the top and then Sister Ray and Connor. I bet you would. I bet you would. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all just don't know. Y'all just don't know. Oh my God. Well, I don't know about no. What do, what do, what do they say? Every, every saint has a past, every saint has a future. <laughs> but no, with them being my, my second to the last favorite couple, mm. even though I'm not here for them. That little, that little, um, that bondage scene at the end, where he tied her ass up. Oh, now I need some of that in my life. That that took me out. Ooh, cause I was like, oh well, okay. He said, Carson. And I like how he flipped on it. He was like, I'm not control. You tell me when you want me to stop. I said, oh, he know, he knows what he's been doing. Yeah, and I was like, well, what? Why is Maggie not in control? Why is she not conformed? <laughs> cause I would be conformed every night. And you see, they didn't have. They didn't, they didn't, 
they didn't have no type of. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm ask you why. I'm gonna ask you why. Okay. But I don't think. But the thing about it, and this is where it comes with the intimacy you saw my earlier, because you see, yeah. Carson and Coraline, goddamn, Caroline, yeah. didn't do. They were just, that, just, yeah, just intimate. They were just intimate. He just tied her ass up and gave her some sensual touches. Okay. Yeah. Child. Child. See, that's what you know. What that's what she needs. Cause that put her butt in submission. It sure did. It sure did. Like you told her, he said this way. So she she did submit. She did. Mm-hmm. He said he. I just want my attention with the touch. Not strong mind, but strong with the touch. And before we get into calls, we're going to end because this is how chapter um, episode three ended. And baby, since the took a she she took even even though I don't like her, she took a piece of my book. Since the was putting on a show for Kana. Yes, she was, honey. Honey, she was there over there messing with her little moose knuckle. <laughs> and I said, oh, no, she is not sitting there playing with her little Tweety Bird. No, she is not. And they're going to look over, knowing damn well that man was looking at her. I said, you know what, Sister Ray, you did that. Because if you want them to know it's steak for dinner, you need to let them know it's sizzles, okay? Oh, wait a minute now. <laughs> but let me tell you something. But see, that's why I say it. Like, there's intimacy without actual intercourse. Mm-hmm. These are the things. See, this is what's lacking in all of their marriage. Well, intimacy, true intimacy. Mm-hmm. True intimacy, which you can find in conversation, touch. Mm-hmm. Without penetration. Mm-hmm. And sensuality. And adamandeve.com. <laughs> and candy coated night. <laughs> I said without touch. <laughs> I said without touch. Look, you don't gotta touch me. I can touch my damn self. You can do it with scent. With scent. Sometimes, like when you like, I'm gonna tell you, when somebody got you like that, mm-hmm. just a scent. Even if they ain't there, you smell that scent. You're like, oh shit. Not a barbecue, baby. <laughs> Let me tell y'all something. Y'all gonna be in for a treat because at this live show, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get into some kinks and some and some things, okay? Mm. And y'all better come inhibited with it. Give me, give me the word, each. I'm drinking. What's the word? What? Inhibited. Yeah. Un- un- uninhibited. uninhibited. Thank God. There you go. Th- thank you, dictionary. Don't, don't, don't you, don't y'all come and be like, ooh, ooh, and sitting in the back all. We go. Can, can you get the pastor to pass on the line, please? Go ahead. And call, can you call the pastor, please? Because I just told her we're gonna call them shortly, and she's gonna be on live talking about. So y'all don't need my input. <laughs> we we get ready for the calls, so we're gonna call the pastor first, and then we're gonna call um, Maddie and Monique. <laughs> Okay, we're gonna get y'all online. Hold on one second, y'all. See what the past is talking about. Tink, this drink is strong as shit here, okay? I know, but I'm feeling it, child. Jesus Ooh, on the child. cross. Can y'all see this? This whole picture. Hello. Hey, you live. Put up to the mic, girl. I'm gonna go ahead and get my and then I'm gonna stand it on the ground, okay? Go around it, go around it. Huh? Go around the screen. 
headline, and I'm all for um, Carter and Cincinnati. The reason why I say that is because they held fast to their position. Neither one of them cheated on their list, okay? Even though the other person gave them what they did not, and that was communication, and they listened, and they paid attention. Intimacy is, like we said, is more. Lord oh, Jesus. Right now, that's a word. Well, we did say communications from day one. Is it we could tell that was all of a couple's issues, pretty much. So, who's your favorite couple, honey? You say your favorite couple is Connor and um, Cincerae. Look, you, 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 you're a woman of the Lord, so I can't hang up on you. But I'll talk to you later, girl. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Let me see if I can get Maddie and Monique on here. Hey, y'all. All right, Pastor. Don't you come out here. Don't you come out here. <laughs> Lord. Monique, I'm going to call you, Monique. So what's the what's the what's the T, honey? The T is the rest of the letters are missing. Well, <laughs> the rest of the letters are missing. It's when the plug in there is okay. Okay. When you know better, you do better. Mine is on eighty-five percent. Okay. <laughs> you know something? You can call. Why you not ready? Well. Okay? So the child will. You can call the child in a minute. All right. Okay.
she was at home, but she wasn't home no more. Mm-hmm. And this wasn't no further than them, supposedly. And you couldn't tell nobody. You weren't supposed to ask, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm saying, I'm just saying, he dug in her and she dug in him. Ooh, a good digging. <laughs> Ooh, a good digging. I'm here for So who's so so Deacon Ness, I have a question. Who's your least favorite couple? <laughs> season two, baby. <laughs> to keep me in private school. I told her to keep me in there. I know. Facebook was fucking up. Facebook was fucking up? It was Facebook. Yes, ma'am. talk too soon you can't talk too soon okay because you never know who's listening but yes y'all so at this point this was episode two and three i need y'all to get into four and five hey, right, it's, 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 it's only six it's only, right. it's only six yeah, episodes four, five and six finish it out exactly because a bitch we tired of waiting Ooh, and i need to get to season two it's I, a whole lot i need to say <laughs> Tried to elevate a scene in season two. I saw I the previews know. of. I was like, ooh, and y- ooh, y'all know he's. <laughs> how y'all know him? And how- ooh, ooh. Who, who is this? <laughs> right. The real six degrees of separation. Okay, mm-hmm. y'all. Mm-hmm. Ooh, who the baby daddy? Ooh, child. <laughs> but yes, y'all, it's been real. I'm sorry, Monique. Something going on with Facebook right now. It just cut off on your mama. So we're going to get back to you next time. But yes, so you guys watch the episode. 
And we will be back next week. But that being said, please be safe. I know we're joking around. Please be safe. Love on each other. Get what you need to get. And stay your ass at home. And face pain where y'all inside though. Because these kids be dropping me crazy. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. Alright, y'all get ready for my date. Bye. Bye.